Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Happy Summer Solstice, the longest day and shortest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, June 21st. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. A pretty light day in sports business today. First, there is some big news in the golf world. The Nick Faldo era will soon be over as he is set to retire as CBS Sports' top golf analyst after this current season. Faldo's final telecast will be August 7th from the PGA Tour's Wyndham Championship. Faldo has been on CBS's golf telecast for 16 years, and he was in the final year of his contract. Now, CBS has tabbed Trevor Immelman to replace Faldo starting next year. He will work alongside Jim Nance. Immelman has been part of CBS's golf telecast since 2019, and he signed a new multi-year deal with the network. Now, you have seen Trevor Immelman. He's been a lead analyst for the Golf Channel. Uh, he was recently an analyst on the match on Turner Sports. He's uh, he's very good, but you know Nick Faldo is really, really good. And Faldo told CBS Sports chair Sean McManus over breakfast in February at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am that he planned to step down. Faldo cited a desire to cut back on the amount of travel he'd been doing. He also wants to focus on Faldo Design, which focuses on golf course design, and the Faldo Series, which focuses on junior golf. So McManus and his team have spent the last few months looking or seeking a replacement for Faldo, and they landed on Immelman. McManus cited Immelman's work ethic, his perspective, and his sense of humor as being a good fit for CBS Sports. Gideon Cohen, Kevin Hopkins, and Mark Steinberg from Excel Sports Management represent Immelman. But the bottom line is, boy, we will miss Nick Faldo. I've always been a big Nick Faldo fan. Uh, He knows the game. He has great gravitas. He has great rapport with Jim Nance. But Nick Faldo, soon to be leaving his role as CBS Sports' top golf analyst and will be replaced by Trevor Immelman. Let's shift now to some other news. We have talked about the new building boom era and facility development, and the Cleveland Browns may be the next team to join in. The Browns are conducting feasibility studies on what a new or redeveloped or renovated stadium could look like. Now, the results of the feasibility study are expected sometime next year, and the primary focus is on renovating the current facility in Cleveland. But We all know that that could lead to a rebuild in a totally new stadium. The Cleveland Plain Dealer was first to report that the team could be eyeing a new billion-dollar stadium as part of a major redevelopment plan in the city. But the Browns pushed back strongly on that report and said they are first looking at renovating First Energy Stadium, which was built in 1999. Any work, either renovation or redevelopment, would be part of a larger project in the city of Cleveland as the city is looking to develop up to 78 
acres of city-owned lakefront property, including the land on which First Energy Stadium sits. So they could turn that into some sort of mixed-use complex. So a lot of discussion about the stadium future of the Cleveland Browns in downtown Cleveland. Meanwhile, a very connected Minneapolis St. Paul sports reporter Charlie Walters is reporting to look for more buzz about the Timberwolves looking at a new arena. Incoming owners Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez will continue to emphasize to local leaders that the Target Center outside of Madison Square Garden is the oldest venue in the NBA. So the second oldest venue in the NBA, Target Center opened in 1990. And Laurie and Rodriguez will continue to push for a new arena upon taking control of the team, which will happen over the next few years. Remember, as I said, Target Center's second oldest facility in the NBA opened in 1990, and it's clear that the incoming owners will want a new facility plan. So a lot of energy and a lot of new projects in the facility space to keep your eye on. Let's circle back to something we touched on yesterday in the Buzzcast, and that's Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder, who was again refused to participate in a hearing this week on Wednesday about the team's workplace. Dan Snyder has kept the door open a bit to eventually talking to a House committee about the team's workplace culture, but only if certain conditions are met. Now, Snyder's refusal to participate stemmed from the fact that he is out of the country on business, and he also expressed concerns about the committee's fairness and due process. Remember, Commissioner Roger Goodell will participate virtually in the hearing, which takes place on Wednesday. We'll end the buzzcast around people and a groundbreaking hire in the NBA as the Phoenix Suns have hired Morgan Cato as their new assistant GM and vice president of basketball operations. Cato becomes the first woman of color in an NBA assistant GM position for an NBA team. Now, she comes from the NBA league office where she was associate vice president working in the league's business operations and league operations departments. And overall, she has worked at the NBA for nearly 10 years. She was also part of the launch of the Basketball Africa League. So the Phoenix Suns making Cato the first woman of color to be an assistant GM of an NBA team, certainly a historic hire by the Phoenix Suns. And finally, if you didn't read SBJ Media last night, John Aran has a couple of very interesting items in his newsletter. First, Sinclair Media will soft launch its local sports streaming service to five markets starting this week. They will be in Detroit, Kansas City, Miami, Milwaukee, and Tampa. The price will be $20 per month or $190 per year. Sinclair really believes there is a large market of interested sports fans who aren't part of the traditional cable bundle and really want sports programming and will pay for such a service. And certainly everyone is watching how successful this effort will be. And finally, John Aran has the story of Seth Bacon, Major League Soccer's executive vice president of media, who grew a deal beard, meaning he didn't shave for 13 months as he worked with MLS's leadership in reaching a new media deal, which was announced, of course, with Apple last week. The deal meant that Seth Bacon could finally shave his beard, and the photos of Bacon sporting a bushy year-old beard and the clean-shaven Bacon are alone 
worth the read in SBJ Media last night. So check that out. SBJ Media by John Aran. So that is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, June 21st. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.